the street lamp. She looked to be in her sixties, but it was hard to tell anything about her face in the dark. The hell is this? The one holding the girl said. Just let her go. I can't tell you what she wants, but I know what she's gonna get, the bearded man said to his friend. The same as this bitch. You feel like some company tonight, Grandma? He took a step forward, and the woman shot him in the heart, firing through the rain hat, the sound muted. He was thrown against the wall, bounced off, and fell on his back. The girl was so terrified that she didn't utter a word. It was the man holding her who reacted. Jesus, he moaned. Oh, God. And then he took a knife from his pocket and sprang the blade. I'll cut her throat, he said to the older woman. I swear it. The woman stood there, the colt in her right hand, down against her thigh now. Her voice, when she spoke, was still calm and controlled. You never learn, you people, do you? Her hand swung up and she shot him between the eyes. He fell backwards. The girl leaned against the wall, breathing heavily, blood on her face. The woman removed her light woolen scarf and passed it across, and the girl held it to her face. The woman leaned over, checked the bearded man first and then the other. Well, neither of these gentlemen will be bothering anyone again. The girl exploded. The bastards! She kicked the bearded man. If you hadn't come along, she shuddered. I hope they rot in hell. It's a strong possibility, the woman said. Do you live near here? About twenty blocks. I was having dinner at a place around the corner, had a fight with my date, and walked out hoping to find a cab. You never can find one when it's raining. Let me look at your face. She pulled the girl to the entrance. Ah, I'd say you'll need two or three stitches. St. Mary's Hospital is two blocks that way, she pointed. Go to the emergency room. Tell them you had an accident. You slipped, cut your cheek, tore your skirt. Will they believe me? It doesn't matter. It's your business. The woman shrugged. Unless you want to go to the police. Good God, no, the girl replied, a kind of agony there. That's the last thing I want. The woman stepped out, picked up the fallen umbrella, and gave it to her. Then go, my dear, and don't look back. It didn't happen. None of it. She stepped back and picked up the girl's purse where it had fallen. Don't forget this. The girl took it. And I won't forget you. The woman smiled. On the whole, I'd rather you did. The girl managed a small smile. I see what you mean. She turned and hurried off, clutching the umbrella. The woman watched her go, examined the bullet hole in her hat, put it on, then opened her own umbrella and walked away in the opposite direction. Two blocks north, she found the Lincoln parked at the curb. The man behind the wheel was out and waiting for her as she approached, a large black man wearing a gray chauffeur suit. You okay? he asked. I'm here, aren't I? She got into the front passenger seat. He closed the door, went round, and got behind the wheel. She strapped herself in and tapped his shoulder. Where's that flask of yours, Headley? The Bushmills whiskey? He took a silver flask from the glove compartment, unscrewed the cap, and passed it to her. She swallowed once, twice, then handed it back. Ah, wonderful. She took out a silver case, selected a cigarette, and lit it with the car lighter, then blew out a long stream of smoke. <sighs> All the bad habits are so pleasurable. You shouldn't be doing that. It's not good for you. <laughs> Does it matter? Don't say that. He was upset. Did you get the bastard? Kohan, now something got in the way. Let's head back to the plaza and I'll tell you. 
She was finished by the time they were halfway there, and he was horrified. My God, what are you trying to do? Clean up the whole world now? I see. You mean I should have stood by and waited while those two animals raped the girl and probably cut her throat? Okay, okay, he sighed and nodded. What about Senator Cohen? We'll fly back to London tomorrow. He's due there in a few days, showing his face on what he pretends his presidential business. I'll get him then. And then what? Where does it end? Hedley grunted. It all seems so unreal. He pulled up at the plaza, and she smiled mischievously like a child. I'm a great trial to you, Hedley, I know that. But what would I do without you? See you in the morning. He went round and opened the door for her and watched her go up the steps. And what would I do without you? He asked softly, then got behind the wheel and drove away. The night doorman was waiting at the top. Lady Helen, he said. It's wonderful to...